forever. Dog. Welcome to another episode of Best Show Bests, the greatest hits of the best show, with me, your host, Tom Sharpling. If you like what you hear, make sure you join us every Tuesday night on Twitch at 6 p.m. Pacific for a brand new episode of The Best Show featuring callers, celebrity guests, live music, and plenty of surprises. Enjoy! Let's do it to it. Here we go to the phones. Hello, Best Show. What up, douche? Ploptron 6000 in the his house. <laughs> Ploptron 6000. I I adjusted for inflation. Yeah, I guess it would have been uh, a little bit of inflation because you were the Ploptron 3000 before. Oh, gosh, I think I think it's going up every couple of years. I feel like I was it was 5000 last time, wasn't it? I guess so. I always think of Power Man 5000, but I forget that there was also the Ploptron 5000. This is Darren. Is that one of your toys or something? No, it's not one of my toys. What, the, what a Power Man 5000? Yeah. It was one, a ba- of your, it, it, one of your little toys that you collect? I don't collect little toys, Darren. And this, for people who don't know, this is a co-worker of mine. This is Darren. How are you, Dan? I'm a little more than a coworker. Well, good. I mean, we've known each other most of our lives. I'm a little more than a coworker. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, 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 um, can I chime in on the on the topic? Oh yeah, yeah. Please. The topic so, also it, being it, the dumb it, things, the dumb things you thought uh, were real when you were a kid. Like things you believed. Things right? you believed. Yeah, exactly. What were the dumb things you okay. believed okay. when you well, were a kid? Right. Well, I, I wasn't going to bring this up, but um, I think all those Tommy heads out there are going to find it uh, quite delicious. Um, do you remember the very unusual thing that you believed well into your late teens? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Um, can I say what it was, please? Oh, man. I mean, I assume you don't believe it anymore. Uh, okay. It's funny. Okay. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. Cause well, yeah, it's uh, funny. Right. Go ahead, Darren. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> you thought that you would become a literal living God if you possessed that rarest of wacky packages, the Jiffy Poop popcorn misprint that showed you-know-what exploding out of that, that foil. There was only ever, ever only one pack made that, that made it out of the factory. That's why it's so rare. Mm-hmm. I, I thought I would ascend. Yeah, it was very weird. Like, you were very into it. Um, of course, you never did get it, but um, I don't know if you've heard this. I read that Elon Musk has it in a safe next to the pistol that John Wilkes Booth used to injure Abraham Lincoln. That he has... He, wait, the, the Darren, this is mind-blowing. The one card, the one wacky package card... Who who has it? Elon Musk. Elon That's what I read. 
Elon Musk got that one card that got out of the factory. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's apparently, it, you know, it's one of his most prized possessions, and it's in a safe right next to the pistol that John Wilkes Booth used to injure Abraham Lincoln back then. Yeah, I don't know if that gun was used to injure Abraham Lincoln. Well, you know he's still alive, right? Who? Lincoln. Abe. Abraham Lincoln is still alive. Yeah, I I, I saw a. Um, it was kind of blurry, but it was a photo of him on a on a Reddit page, and I, I gotta say he looks good for two hundred and thirteen. Da- Darren, you gotta be more careful with this stuff. You gotta be more careful with this stuff. This is you're believing well, things you see on Reddit. Well, yeah, I mean it's it's it's, in, it's printed, so. Well, that that doesn't someone, mean someone took the time to type it. That doesn't mean anything, Darren. That it was printed doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's um. um yeah, that's that's not true. That's it. it, 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 it no, Darren. Nobody is two hundred thirteen years old. You know that. Hmm. Not even Nick Mars. Mm, he might be the exception, actually. Yeah, I thought. See, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you know what? Take. I'm taking it back. Mick Mars right? might. Mick Mars might be older than Abraham Lincoln. I heard. I read on another Reddit page that Mick Mars sold Abraham Lincoln a, a, a tiller, for, to, you know, for to be drawn by a horse, pulled by a horse. Mm-hmm. That's still has the receipt. It's written on bark. <laughs> it's amazing that Mick Mars then would be the only human who rem- alive who remembers when Camp Town Races was a new song. He said he bought he bought the sheet music for it the uh, the year it came out. He ordered it earlier in the year, but you know it took forever for things to arrive. Mm-hmm. It's so funny he, that he, and then he went on eighty plus years later to do the guitar part for Wild Side. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's he's a Renaissance man. He's he, he's what they call a, a, a true uh, three century man. <laughs> he's a true. He's a three century man. That's so. He, 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 he is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, hey. Um, so now that you're so firmly ensconced out there in Weirdo Wood, you, you must have had some choice FT encounters, right? You mean like just running into people and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, there's people you get to, you get to um, bump into and you get to... Um, yeah, there, there's there's people around. Like who? You know, like I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I've run into uh, Nate Bargatze, uh, Aubrey Ooh. Plaza, um, Zach Cherry. You know, just di- different different comedians, and and you know, 
different people. Who? You know, yeah, I mean, just people like uh, Jordan Klepper. These are famous people? Yeah, these are all comedians. You'd, um, you'd tell me if you met Christy Brinkley, wouldn't you? Wait, would I tell you if I met Christy Brinkley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Well, I, wh- why? Well, I, I ask because sometimes it's, it's hard to trust you after that time we met Martin Short at the grand opening of the Newbridge Commons Footlocker Laughs and you cornered him for like 15 straight minutes about that dumb movie you and your legion of dweebs love so much with that dumb line, I want to say Mason. Wait, say the, so the annoying. what was the line again? I want to say Mason. Oh my good, this is a first. This is actually a first, Darren. I've been Darren, I've been doing this show for however many years I've been doing it and you this is the first time anyone calling in has ever gotten that line correctly. Really? And, and I've never seen that movie. You've never seen it and you got it right. Well, I don't know what no. to say. That's a mind blower. That is, a, yeah. Uh, all, all I know is that I was so mad because he, he was so delighted that you knew all that Clifford minutia, and, and he barely grunted, thanks, young lady, at me as he scrawled his name on my inner space VHS cover. It was really, I don't know, it made me feel bad. You know, those encounters are very difficult, and you don't know how they're going to go, and it's, you can't put a whole lot of a weight on it because you don't know where they're going. Honestly, I know, but I know I, I but, you know, I, I should have tied my hair up, you know, because I, I just come from that photo session with my grunge band, the stank, and my hair was especially silky and flowing that day. And I guess he thought he, he, he didn't really look at me. So I don't know. It's just it was kind of embarrassing. Yeah, I, I wouldn't take it too hard, Darren. He's he's meeting a lot of people. And if your hair looked particularly luxurious that day, then that's how that goes, you know? That's... That was a good era for me. God, you know... I wonder whatever happened to those cutoff shorts I wore inexplicably over white long underwear tucked into combat boots. You wonder whatever happened to those shorts. And they were just like cut off. Great look. Like kind of like really tattered denim, I'm assuming. Very very tattered. Very tattered. And then, you know, white long underwear underneath those. And then uh, combat boots also. And then a big... uh, Almost like a poncho kind of uh, mm-hmm. pop. Yeah, you, some kind of look back then, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but you know what? <laughs> I still can't believe I got kicked out of my own band after I said Pearl Jam painted themselves into a massive corner with Vitology. Jeez, so sort I of kept my mouth shut. Um, no, that's. Uh, th- 
Wait, you how, you got kicked. You said Pearl Jam painted themselves into a corner with Vitology. Into a massive corner. Yes. Remember that, that interview I did for the New Bridge Music Connection cable access show? And then my after I said that, I, you would just feel the, my band members like inching away from me. Ugh. Oh, yeah. And the no, next day they told me that I was out. I was out. You were in a band with some pretty serious uh, uh, PJ heads. Oh, they loved it. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. I don't know. What can you do? You know, uh, but, but you know, I have to look at it on the positive side because I'd have never met my first wife if the stank had gotten huge. And you know, though that marriage ended with me tied up in the back of her grandfather's Chevy and left to die in the foothills of Mount Newbridge, it, it, it did give us our precious daughter Cleopatra. Well, that's the blessing, Darren. But I, I got to say, you told me 14 years ago that that name would lead to nothing but trouble, and boy, were you right. It's a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. Total diva. Total diva. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God. She, she, pretty much, she pretty much runs the house, you know? She has a, a list of chores I have to do when I get home from work, and she even makes me go to school for her. You go to school. I, I'm I'm confused now. Who's making you yeah, go to school? I go to um, Cleopatra, my uh, my stepdaughter. Your stepdaughter my makes daughter. You, Sorry, you, I, I, I my I got three other stepdaughters, and they're all driving me nuts too. So sure, you, so you're just swimming in it right now. Your your head your head scrambled. Up. Yeah, you're underwater. You're just buried yeah, so in the dirt. She makes me absolutely. She makes me go to school for her. And you go as your stepdaughter? I mean, daughter, daughter. Um, Sorry, I'm in it now. See, look. I know, right? It's a lot to, it's a lot to remember. Um, um, no, I go, I, I go as, as myself, but, you know, she has this deal worked out with the principal. And so I hate it because I'm doing horribly in everything except gym, which is great because I dominate these kids on the court. I'm like white shack out there. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I'm assuming you came up with that. You come up with that nickname. White Shack. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 But you know, it's, it's, it's so exhausting because I work and I go to school and it's why I keep falling asleep at my desk at, at consolidated. Mm-hmm. I'm averaging like 45 minutes of sleep a day. That's all you get because you're because po- you're burning the candle. Yeah. It's like, REM sleep. I'm lucky if I get Miracle Legion sleep. That's sure. No, and and you would. I don't know what you would dream of if you were getting Miracle Legion sleep. Yeah, those might be nightmares. Or or some or some nice nice melodies. I don't know. I guess or some nice stripped down music. To be fair. Everybody likes different things. <laughs> yes. You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, hey, speaking of getting stripped down. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I can't wait to see where this goes. Probably the best segue you'll ever hear, right? Yeah. I, 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 if this, if you land this segue, Darren, 
I'm gonna, uh-huh. I'm, gonna I'm gonna buy you lunch. All right, all right. Did you hear about little Timmy Monroe? <laughs> Wait, say that now. Did you hear about little Timmy Monroe? Did I hear about little Timmy Monroe now? Yeah. Well, he's the son of Reggie Monroe, and needless to say, he's as garbage as everyone else in that cursed clan, right? That's a bad family. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Timmy is 16, and he was on Catch a Predator the other night. Oh, no. But not for what you think. What was he on for? Right, so it's you know it's a typical thing, you know this creepy guy comes you know to the the bait house you know where the, where he he's been lured by the uh, to catch a predator people you know the perverted justice uh, people you know mm-hmm. they've been chatting with this guy online and he's been creepy so the guy's in the house Chris Hansen is just about to come out you know and bust this perv when who knocks on the door but Timmy Monroe. At the moment of 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 uh, of realization or triumph, however you want to describe yes. it, yes, yes, Timmy was delivering a pizza. This perv ordered a pizza in advance. Can you believe that? Yeah, I guess I can believe that the per- pervs get hungry too. Oh, okay. I <laughs> But I, I mean, it's still a shocking protocol in the future. <laughs> All right, okay. Well, that's not necessary. I um, I mean, I can believe it happened. It's bizarre beyond belief, and it befit it fits that it family. That's true. Yeah. So, so Jimmy comes in with the pizza, and he looks around the living room, and he goes. Hey man, this house was vacant until yesterday, and now there's all this foot traffic around it. Feels like a, a pervade oh, house to me. Oh no! And then he starts doing this incredibly accurate and hilarious Chris Hansen impression. Oh God! To the to the perv. To the perv, he goes. Have a seat. Enjoying your pizza. Oh my God! Want some soda? <laughs> well, want some soda? Yeah. And then it gets here. He goes, what are you doing here? But then, but after every sentence he did as Chris Hansen, he'd make this really hilarious fart sound. <laughs> so, but the the truth of the matter is, the real Chris Hansen is behind a door, I'm assuming. Yes! M- mere feet but, away. But, yes, and, but Kimmy doesn't know this. But then all of a sudden, one camera guy was laughing so hard, he fell out of the broom closet and landed on his steady cam and broke it. Wow. So what did that do for this whole scenario? Well, so obviously Chris Hansen is furious, not only that this kid was ripping him and doing it hilariously, but also that his own crew loved it. So he didn't put the footage in the final edit. But the footage got out, and from I, what I read in Biority magazine, the industry is going nuts over Timmy's irreverent charisma. That's um, look, I, I think look, it's not great to bust in an episode of 
to catch a predator, but at least something positive is happening for somebody from that family, from the Monroe family. Oh, yeah. They say there's this big bidding war for his services going on between, um, who is it, um, Lauren Michaels, uh, Judd Appleton, and Sherwood Schwartz Third. Sherwood Schwartz Third. So that's the grandson of Sherwood Schwartz. Yes. Yeah, the creator of, like, the, the Brady Bunch and um, – Stuff like that. Basically, Sherwood wants to build this new Gilgan's Island franchise around Timmy, and it's being reimagined by Trent L. Strauss, who said it's going to be a cross between the original Gilgan's Island and also his own movie, The Carcass Eaters. I mean, that sounds a little, um, maybe a little aggressive for what people would expect from a Gilligan's Island reboot. Oh, well, it's going to be on that new horror network, Shout Exsanguinate. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. You know, you should um, you should see if you can get on the writing staff, you know, once they start hiring. Um, I, I don't think you're anywhere near ready to run a show yet, but you got to start somewhere, and maybe you could do runs out to, I don't know, Baja Fresh or Cuckoo Roo or Tommy's Original Chili for the actual creators of the show. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I see exactly where you're coming from, Darren, that I'm nowhere near ready to be in any position of authority on an actual production. But, um, boy, I sure can make sure everybody's got their, uh, that they're nice and hydrated and uh, that their tummies are full. Yeah. Would you say tummy again, please? Tummy. No? I still don't like it. I don't like it either. It's one of my least favorite words. Bad word. It's one of the bad ones. Um. Oh, hey. I don't know if you heard, but... um. My ex-mother-in-law, Gladys, um, has to have hip replacement surgery tomorrow morning, and um, Janine and Skyler, her son from her third marriage, are, are pretty concerned about Gladys' recovery. Mm-hmm. It's really, well, I'm, it's pretty heavy. Sure. No, well, look, I, I, I'm, I'm really sorry to hear that, and I hope everything works out for Gladys, your ex-mother-in-law. Uh, and, you know, I guess just... Uh, I don't know. Let me know if there's anything I can do. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, just let me know. Um, well, there is one small thing you could help me with. If, if, if you have a spare moment. I mean, it shouldn't. it's not a big deal. Okay. Okay, well, um, I need you to get on a plane, preferably tonight, and um, fly to Bismarck, North Dakota. And when you get there, I need you to rent a car and drive due north about 40 miles to a town called Baldwin. And uh, plug uh, 1453 Buffalo Run Lane into your um, GPS, and that'll get you there. And um, you're going to need to get your hands on a blowtorch to cut through the iron fence. Um, it's really thick, so it, it, it'll probably take uh, 
pretty good while. And um, make sure that you wear a welding mask because those things are hot. Funny that. that reminds me of that great line from the Jerky Boys. That shit makes you itch. We used to laugh our buns off to that, and I, I still say very proud of you to, to, to people sometimes. So I know you think that that uh, Kamal wasn't as funny as, as uh, I think he was the funnier one. But anyway, so once you get in, you're going to need to serpentine through the backyard to avoid the motion detectors and, and the security cameras, and then um, you're going to need to jimmy the back door, opening, uh, you know, with like a uh, like a hairpin or something like that. And um, so once you get in the house, you're going to need to turn off the security alarm. You're only going to have 10 seconds to do that or the cops are going to be called. So um, it's a pretty easy code to remember. It's um, star 28401893128432. I'm sorry. One, uh, uh, starting after that second, after that third three, uh, uh, 2947613 pound pound star. And once the alarm is, is, is unarmed, uh, make your way upstairs and go into the second room on the left. And underneath that bed is a suitcase. And basically, that's why you're there for the suitcase. And then um, uh, da- Dar- you Darren, are- Darren, I just got to stop you here and, and just ask what, what, what this insane plan that you just laid out for what any of this has to do with your ex mother in law getting hip replacement surgery? Oh well, well, the the house in Baldwin is where Gladys is going to be recuperating starting tomorrow night from her surgery. And the last time that Janine and I went to visit Gladys, um, like between me and me, I um, I met someone in Bismarck um, who sold me something very valuable that. Um, will enable me to make a substantial profit when I um, I offload said items. Mm, okay. You're you're being so you're being so cagey. What 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 what's in the box? Oh, no, seriously, don't don't worry about that. It, it's not a stash of that super creepy Eastern European ladies riding on tractors porn that I'm definitely not into. Okay. <laughs> Although if I was, it's like God. God knows I'd, I'd be branded a perv for having that kind of kind of stuff. And it's like I guess I'm just tired of the double standard, you know, when it comes to that sort of thing. You know, it's like because gals are just as into that erotic stuff. You know, mark my words, sixty percent of these ladies have bulge bin files on their desktops titled tax junk. Serious. Uh, again, again. Just tell me what's in the box, please. All right, all right. You you squeeze it out of me like that last globule of crust toothpaste from the bottom of the tube. You, you still got a you still got a wacky packages line in there, huh? I do, do. I got like thirty of them in my in in my uh, comeback quiver. In your comeback quiver. What, you have a comeback river? Darren, what's in the box? You strapped in? Am I strapped in? Yes, I am. Got your, got your helmet on? I do have my helmet on. Got your fire retardant gloves on? 
Uh, yes, I do. Right. Okay. It's 50,000 capsules of pharmaceutical grade blue. Okay. Right? Yeah. And, and as we all know, current pharmaceuticals were forced to stop producing blue about 10 years ago because though it did cure rashes, it also delivered a, a heroin-like high that turned people into zombified clowns who would do very silly, very embarrassing things. Like, I don't have to bring up what happened at, at, uh, at, at that game where your brother Dom took some blue and he ran out onto the field while the rat men were playing and he somersaulted from the stands all the way to Gus Brennan in Redfield and he did that same awful sex simulation gesture that the guitar player from Super Chunk did to you on stage that night at Tramps. Oh, what an embarrassment. That was a true embarrassment. Horrible. That so was- anyway, this is the last of the current this is the last of the current blue and all the rest of it was incinerated by the guy I bought it from. He, he was this current lawyer who supervised the recall and the destruction of the drugs when they were banned by the FDA. Darren, Darren, why do I have to do any of this? Like any of this, because this is, this is your scheme. This is all you. Because if I do it, if I do it, I'll get in big trouble. Oh, but it's okay if I get in trouble. Going to suspect you having done anything illicit because you're a famous rock and roll disc jockey. I'm a famous rock and roll. Well, that's news to me. I'm a famous rock and roll disc jockey. Oh, I knew I shouldn't have told you what was in the in the suitcase. I should have just just told you it was something else in it and had you get it to help your mother and ex ex mother in law. This had nothing to do with that, did it? No, I don't like her. But seriously, I I said to you, if you need anything, if I can do do, do anything, you let me know, which is me basically, no offense, I'm being polite when you say that. Oh, you didn't really mean it? No, I meant it, but usually it means... At most, hey, can you go pick up a prescription at the pharmacy and help out? Not, well, can I get on a plane tonight? But what, but what you'd be getting is something that that was prescribed at one point. Yes, it's, you were talking about blue, which is a highly addictive drug. Flammable, highly flammable, highly flammable and addictive. Yeah. yeah. And when I say, Hey, anything I can do, let me know to help out your ex mother-in-law with her hip replacement surgery, not to help you go make some huge, some huge drug score. Oh no. Oh no. What? Well, 
That's what they say about the best show being the preferred podcast of America's DEA agents. It's true. They saw this this unmarked van pull up in front. Mm-hmm. They must have been they must have been listening to us talking about your sick drug scheme. You're trying to rope me into my sick drug scheme. Here we go. Okay, tell me about mo- yeah, more. Yeah, tell me more about my sick. I drug don't know scheme. anything about. Oh, I don't know anything about it. No, of course you don't. You would know. No. How would you? I I don't know. You're telling. All I know is what you told me, and I don't know how clearly I can say this. I will not be involved in this clearly illegal drug deal you're trying to pull off. Okay, Darren. It's good to know a leopard don't change its spots, and that's uh, good to know. Proof of that right now. You're, All I know is you're going to be in huge, huge trouble when I start talking. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, I'm going to be. The I'm hug. the one who's going to be in trouble, huh? Oh no. What? I forgot. I have a flagrant hashish lab in my shed. Oh no. Maybe I can. I can stuff some of it down the toilet. Okay. I got to run. Oh man. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Oh. Darren. Did we lose him? I think we lost him. Oh, God bless him. Darren Ploppleton. Trying to loop me in on some stupid biz again. The Best Show is produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The best show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Byrne, segment producer Michael Lisk. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Knapp. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. And follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Best Show for Life. That's Best Show number four, Life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.